Hey fans, before we get going, just wanted to send out a reminder that you can head to anchor.fm slash Wolverine Sounds, where you can choose to support this podcast, or you can send us voice messages. We certainly appreciate either, so head over to anchor.fm slash Wolverine Sounds. Please show us some love. Now let's get on to the show. the Go Blue Crew. Oh my god, we did it. Episode number 100. Derek, I I'm struggling to put this into words because we have we've been doing this for a while and to finally get to number 100 just feels like I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm excited. I feel like this is one of the great accomplishments of my life. I think that this is a tremendous milestone, not only for us, but for podcasters uh, in any way, shape, form, size, whatever, because I am confident enough to say, and now keep in mind, there's a lot of great podcasts out there, but I am confident in saying for two people, similar lives that we have, who started a podcast, I'm willing to say that there's not a lot of people who have made it to episode 100. Yes, a lot of podcasts, especially you know around Michigan, Michigan football, they come and go. Every season we see them you know, come back into life and like, starting something new. We haven't started something new in a long time because we've been doing this for a long time. And Derek, I know you've been married. You got married. How does this rank in, <laughs> compared to your marriage? I would say marriage, obviously, I mean, number one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but not too far behind. We'll okay. be purchasing my Jeep. Wow. And then, right, basically tied for a second, is reaching 100 with you. Okay. I thought I was setting up for a clear number one, but we'll move on. We got something uh, coming up later in the show keep listening we'll we'll try to reward a person here with episode number 100 um you don't even have to be a longtime listener this could be the first show you've ever listened to and you could win so i don't know if that's um fair but it's the way we're doing it <laughs> i will say i will what? say if you if you are somebody who's going to attempt to win and you have been listening for a while and can prove you've listened for a while you may have a greater chance of, of being picked, but we will get in the details after we, we talk Notre Dame. Yeah, so Notre Dame coming up. Um, this is like one of those games that obviously doesn't mean anything to you in the Big Ten if you're Michigan, but you know it's Notre Dame. It's one of your top rivals. Um, this season, Notre Dame is a top 10 team, a night game at the big house. If Michigan can't get up for this one, I know, like I said, you're not playing for a lot in the in the Big Ten. But if Michigan can't get up for this one, you got some serious problems. Do you think there's any issue there? No, I think that coming off of a, a loss at Penn State in a game where it looked out of hand early and, and Michigan fought back for really one of the first times I can remember in Harbaugh's era, or at least in a way unlike we've seen uh, Michigan fight back in a long time. I would say that there is a 
I don't know, kind of a new mojo of, wow, the offense finally was clicking. There was some speed and space. We've, we've waited quarter after quarter, game after game, um, disappointing results to, to finally get to this point. Um, and I think you showed enough in the, in the game to, to showcase that what Josh Gaddis can actually bring to, to Michigan. And I, hopefully you build off that. You have a home crowd and another opportunity to be the top 10 team and, I would say that uh, it's a, a more favorable matchup than, than last weekend just because the environment is um, it's a home environment and hopefully people will come out. Although I will say real quick, I am worried about how well Notre Dame is going to fill that stadium uh, because I've seen tickets just go down in price since that Penn State loss. And I tell you what, it's not a very far drive for uh, Notre Dame fans to, to get over there. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's, uh, a very audible Notre Dame crowd in the big house, which is unfortunate, but just the reality of where the two are at in comparison to, to how they're faring this season. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. What are, do you have numbers? Like what are they down to? Uh, I want to say when I checked early season, it was around 200 ish. I think it was down to about 150 last week. And I mean, minus the, the fees and whatever on the, all the yeah. ticket sites, you can get a ticket for around, hundred dollars or less uh right now wow so wow i mean yeah would you pull that trigger i if i were a notre dame fan absolutely uh because i'd want to travel uh, and maybe see my team beat michigan on the road i am waiting for somebody to pull the the trigger with me um to to go so i'd still go hey you want to you want to be a part of this contest and win you i am also accepting guests for a game i will not pay for your ticket uh, but I will pay up front and you can Apple pay me. Um, so yeah, if you don't win the contest, you win a chance to pay your own way to sit next to me slash stand at a Michigan Notre Dame night game. How incredible would that be? The spread is even on this one, by the way. Um, I, I think when the, I'm not a betting person, but when the spread is, is close, like when it's, when somebody is a one or two point favorite or when it's even like this, they call it a pick em game. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had not heard of this until a couple of days ago. And I think, doesn't that mean like no matter who you pick, you're, you're kind of like choosing the outright winner at that point because yeah. it's unlikely that you win by one or two points. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're going for the outright winner. I'm getting all this right. I believe so. ESPN's uh, football power index gives Michigan a 37.8% chance to win. Um, that, that seems pretty much right to me. I, the thing that, fascinates me about notre dame is if you pay attention to notre dame and like interact with notre dame fans they have some of the same gripes that michigan fans have which is that you know they have this like talent but they're never quite able to like turn it into a really special team notre dame has fared better than michigan recently but you know they've they've still fallen short they got to the playoff obviously but they got smoked by clemson went on to win the national championship. So uh, these are two fan bases struggling with some of the same stuff. I mean, Notre Dame fans talk about not being able to like win the big game. Obviously that's Michigan's issue. Uh, Notre Dame's one loss this year is to Georgia. If you were to say like which team is playing for the most this weekend, it would be Notre Dame because one loss Notre Dame team can still get into the playoff. Might need a little bit of help, but it can still happen. Two loss Notre Dame team is not getting into the playoff, and you know they know that. Everyone else knows that. So Notre Dame's playing for more this weekend. 
which sort of worries me a little bit. But I I think um, I think we did see enough, like you said, against Penn State to kind of reset the any kind of feelings you had about this one and just say, you know what, maybe Michigan did figure a couple things out and maybe things will get better. Um, the, the Irish have a pretty good offense. Ian Book is a reliable quarterback. They have played one less game than Michigan, so it wouldn't be fair to compare numbers across the board with these. Like Shea Patterson has more passing yards, but you know he's played in one more game. Tony Jones Jr. is a, a really good running back. Um, so this one, this one worries me because I think Notre Dame has a little bit of a talent advantage and I think they're just playing for more at this point. Yeah. I mean, you've got to hope that Michigan finds something, um, whether it's, uh, just winning out for, to, to end the season on a high note, um, or they think they have a shot in the dark at, um, winning the, the big 10, obviously this game doesn't help with that. Um, but if you do find a way to, to, to beat all the, the remaining teams on the schedule and some things fall your way uh, other places in the conference like uh, Wisconsin beating Ohio State this weekend and the numerous other things that would need to happen to, to put Michigan even in a position um, maybe Michigan can draw from that but yeah they have more to play for and if you look at Notre Dame's remaining schedule um, they're coming off of the the bye but usually they they have a tough schedule year to year uh, I'd say it's it was definitely tough on the front end. Now, Louisville is not as good as they used to be, but playing at Georgia, they were competitive, obviously. Uh, beating a ranked Virginia team. Uh, USC down and has been for a while. Virginia Tech might be tough, but they get them at home. And then it's Duke, Navy, Boston College, and an underwhelming Stanford team. So this is really Notre Dame's last major test. Not that they could go on cruise mode after this, um, but if you, if you pull off a, a win on the road against a ranked Michigan team that looks better, at least as of last week, um, I think that you, you're sitting pretty well uh, with a college football playoff, depending on what else happens uh, in the nation, because a lot of things will kind of eventually work themselves out. There's some big matchups remaining in the SEC and so on and, and so forth. So I do worry that uh, this is a game that does have the potential to get out of hand. And looking at the you know, the classic, what's the, the FPI percentage Michigan has to win. That's something that I just can't even rely on or look into this season. It's always hard in general, but when I've seen Michigan play so bad, especially on offense um, and so bad, even sometimes on defense, yet put up the numbers they did in a loss against Penn State on the road in a tough environment. I mean, I don't even know what their actual percentage is because they've just really honestly been two different teams uh, this season and even when they finally played their best or what most people consider their best um, they were down a handful of points before that and, and didn't come out with a victory so it's weird that you play your best game in a game that you lose uh, but I guess that's just kind of how the cards have fallen for for Michigan this year now Michigan obviously has a bad habit of starting slow against good teams this happened last year against Notre Dame I think they were down maybe 21-3 at some point or it, it was it was a sizable deficit you know especially when you consider being on the road against a, a good team do you think that happens again on saturday is another slow start no you know i we talked last week and i i was thinking that michigan was going to get out to a quick start uh, against penn state what i was envisioning is what the second half looked like and finally seeing josh gaddis and the offense execute at a clip that we hadn't seen yet um too little too late again last week but 
hoping that they can build off of that and, and start fast. And I think, again, if you avoid that, that slow start, you obviously are in a better position to, to win the game. And no game is more obvious in showing that than, than getting down 21 nothing against Penn State. So I think just because of the environment and, and Michigan has a chance to, to beat uh, one of its three biggest rivals with uh, the two others also on the schedule, all at home, uh, I mean, this is the end of your season. You've got three remaining home games, and they're against top-tier opponents um, and, and always going to draw good crowds. And so I think the environment's an advantage, and, and I think that Michigan will start faster for sure. Okay, so this one's at 7.30 Eastern on ABC. I'm happy this one is on ABC rather than NBC. For I, I, don't, I don't like watching football games on NBC, mostly oh, because, it. honestly, their streaming service is not very good. And in like I'm a cable cutter, a cord cutter. I mean, and when I'm streaming games, I hate watching on NBC because the audio cuts in and out. Like for a, a split second, every ten seconds, maybe the audio will cut out, and it's just really annoying. So I'm happy this one's on ABC. Okay, we can go now to our special giveaway prize, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Derek, you want to explain this contest to the people? Yeah, well, hopefully uh, in the editing process, you've led me in with some awesome music here to, you know, get the crowd jacked. There will be awesome music, yeah. So what we want to do is we want to do an MDEN gift card giveaway. And, you know, we have listeners that kind of spread all over, whether it's different social or uh, places they listen. We obviously can see where most people are listening from and got a lot of Apple podcasters out there, which I personally love big in the Apple products. And, you know, I like Apple podcasts. So we appreciate listeners from all streaming platforms, though, of course. So what we want to do is give you an opportunity to get in, get a hold of us uh, and, and basically if you do the simple thing we ask of you, you can win this gift card. And again, like Tyler mentioned, you could be listening for the first time ever, or you could have listened to all 100 episodes. And hey, Mom. <laughs> sadly, <laughs> same. Uh, sadly, you would have the same chance to, to win. We are probably going to push this on social, um, and so you're definitely going to be up against people who um, have not uh, been you know, consistent listeners, but to do everyone a favor who listens uh, on a streaming platform when, when it comes up, what we will do is uh, not maybe push the the hundred thing on social right away. We'll give you a little bit of a head start. So all you need to do is hashtag GBC as in go blue crew GBC 100. Here are your options. You can tweet it at us at Wolverine sounds on Twitter. You can Facebook message or comment on one of our Facebook posts, which is facebook.com slash Wolverine Sounds. Or if you're old school and don't really do the social media thing, everybody has an email. You can email Wolverine Sounds at gmail.com with just the hashtag GBC100. Did I miss anything, Tyler? Um, You missed a physical mailing address for some of our super old school listeners. You know, we don't have a P.O. <laughs> box set up. And okay. If that I'm, was your preference, I'm sorry, but you're out of luck. I would be, you know, you can you can give, uh, yeah, I don't know. I could give you a, a, a random address and we can just hope it shows up. 
Now, you did miss the amount of the gift card. You know, I'm going to go ahead and, and name that amount. And Tyler, I guess we'll have to offline talk about how we're going to divvy this up. But I'm going to put $50 on the gift card. And, and Tyler, I guess you and your rich self can, can decide what you're going to donate. And I will happily handle the rest. I would just prefer you at least donate a dollar. Yeah, I'm I'm just sitting on cash over here, so don't don't worry about me. I'm sitting on I'm sitting on cash. No, I want to make it the, worth it for the people. And honestly, I just kind of looked at MDEN this week, and there's not a lot you can get for like twenty, thirty bucks, other than some of the most generic T-shirts. Maybe we should have done a Fanatics gift card uh, because they have a few more options. But yeah, MDEN is pricey, especially for a team with two losses. <laughs> Especially for a team not in the Big Ten hunt anymore, huh? Yeah, my goodness. Year after year, too. Now, how long are we going to keep this going? When are we going to find somebody and let them know? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and put that you have until the, the end of the Michigan State game. So maybe what we'll do uh, is we'll send out a reminder in the next podcast. And then ideally, if things are you know, working out the way they usually do, we'll have two more podcasts before Michigan State. So episode 102 will probably be your your last reminder 101 if we don't get to two episodes before then and by the end of the the michigan state game we will have a winner announced just to give some people time you know there's some people that that will uh come back and listen to our shows after the games have passed we usually try to do content that that works beyond games uh, which we'll go into talking about here in a second so yeah how about uh 11 16 2019 after michigan beats michigan state I like it. That sounds good. So speaking of Michigan State, um, that's one of Michigan's rivals left on the schedule. Um, Those games include Notre Dame this weekend, and then there's obviously Ohio State at the end. Is this what Michigan's basically playing for now, just playing rivals and hoping to beat them? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest narratives about Jim Harbaugh is he struggles against rivals, specifically Ohio State, um, being unable to beat them, although Michigan's really been unable to beat Ohio State, which seems for like 50 years, um, at least at least in our lifetime, it's been a challenge, uh, especially our um, our older lifetime here as we turn into old geezers who have 100 podcast episodes. So in our time, they've not beaten Ohio State podcasting. So I would say because of that, um, if you can beat Notre Dame, uh, Michigan State and Ohio State, all home games should be great environments. And um, then obviously take care of the business at Maryland and Indiana and the season uh, you know, winning out, uh, you, you have a two loss regular season. You go on to potentially, uh, a new Year's six bowl. If depending on how other things shake out, can get real crazy and, and win the big 10. If you, if you have a chance to play for the big 10 championship. So I think that you play as if you have a chance to, to win the big 10, cause you never know what can happen in, in athletics in general, especially college sports. So, uh, you beat three out of three rivals. I think it looks pretty good and you have confidence going to the next season. Two out of three, I think, think people are still happy. Uh, one out of three, I, I don't even know if I want to go there. And obviously, we're going to skip losing to all three rivals because uh, we don't want to ruin our 100th episode with that nonsense. <laughs> now, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, obviously, we both want, you know, if we could choose like a, if there's one team left Michigan beats this season, who is it? We both choose Ohio State. Everybody would choose Ohio State. But let's say you know Michigan can beat two of its three rivals left on the schedule. All right, Ohio State's out of the way. That leaves Michigan State, Notre Dame. I, I think I know what your answer is, but but which one of those would you choose? 
Well, it'd be more disappointing to lose to Michigan State after beating Notre Dame and beating Ohio State. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that'd be – yeah, I'm going to go with Notre Dame just because it's a, it's a night game and it's against a top-10 team. Uh, okay. I think that I would rather see Michigan beat uh, Michigan State um, because I, I think that that's a game Michigan should well, – I mean, I look at the remaining schedule and I think Notre Dame is beatable. Um, but it's going to take a great game. I think Maryland is beatable. I think Michigan State's beatable. Indiana's beatable. OSU looks untouchable. I mean, I'd really have to see him struggle um, between now and then to, to even think Michigan has a shot or see Michigan just tear up teams um, before Ohio State. But I guess I'll go Notre Dame because I think that any time you can uh, say Jim Harbaugh beat a top 10 team, uh, probably in his favor. Okay. See, I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to say Michigan State for sure, just because of the, the conference ramifications, the division ramifications. But um, I see your argument there that you know, the team you don't want to lose to in there is Michigan State. Yeah. Okay. So this is maybe something we should have done in the first half of the show, and we were talking about Notre Dame, but we got to get a score prediction because obviously that's what we do. Um, what do you think Michigan does against Notre Dame this weekend? 20 to 10, Michigan. Okay. I I don't like that I had to think for a split second about who you were predicting to win, but of course you picked Michigan. And by the way, if Michigan loses this weekend, uh, Derek would be uh, 0-3 in games that Michigan loses. Yep, I would Just throwing, throwing that out there. I am 2-0 at this point. I did correctly predict the two losses, as um, most people did. No offense, Derek. I'm I'm gonna take Notre Dame in this one. Gosh, man, that means they're gonna win. <laughs> you I'm know taking... you have power, just like every Twitter, um, Twitter fan, I guess you want to call them. They all think they have this power. You actually do. You actually I... affect the outcome of the game when you pick. And I'm upset. You know, I I'll tell you real quickly before you you give me a reason why. Okay. I, the reason I keep picking Michigan to win is because I'm going with what I thought at the beginning of the season. I feel like there's been too many times where I try to go week to week, and I would have picked Michigan to win every game except Ohio State at the beginning of the season. I will continue to pick Michigan to win every game until Ohio State this season um, as it goes on on this podcast. So that's I'm my reason. That. I will that's hold you reason. to that. Okay. I, I hope you do. Yeah, so I'm I'm picking Notre Dame because I think Notre Dame is the better team, and I think Michigan doesn't play very well in big games. They played better last week, but not great, um, especially if Notre Dame is able to get up early. We just haven't seen a Michigan team complete that comeback process, even though they did well to, to battle back last week. Still only 21 points. I think we're losing track of that. I mean, we talk about, you know, oh, like that was really great progress. At the end of the day, it was 21 points. So yeah. I'm not sure how excited we can get. But I'll take Notre Dame 30-24. And I'm not saying that the Irish jump out to a big lead and, and Michigan's battling back the whole time. I just think, plain and simple, Notre Dame's the better team, and they're going to win 30-24. So that's where I am. Well, I've got one more question for you that I just okay. thought of. And this okay. is... I mean, clearly hypothetical. Michigan throttles Notre Dame. What are your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts are that maybe um, maybe it's not a, a dark road going to the end of the season as we all kind of thought it would be after Wisconsin. I know there was a Iowa win in there, but you know, even with that, I, I think the mood was 
pretty mellow and like, ah, you know, we'll see what happens, but not expecting much. I would go forward thinking like absolutely you beat Michigan State and Ohio State, they can't really look better than they've already looked this season. So yeah, maybe find you a go way to, against Michigan though, don't they? <laughs> they do. They always find a way, yeah, to to somehow take it to the next level. We'd like to see that from Michigan. But yeah, I think I would I would expect Michigan to win out if if they win out until Ohio State. And then we'll you know we'll get to that week and deal with it. But if they blow out Notre Dame and look really good, totally changes things for me. I really hope that happens. Well, there's still a lot of people who look at the how many losses and blemishes Michigan could have, which is clear. I mean, you could lose in Notre Dame, you could lose at Maryland, you could really lose to any team left on the schedule based on how they've looked at some points this season. What I feel like this season is trending towards, whether you beat Notre Dame or not, uh, obviously if you beat them, it helps. Uh, and even if you win every game up until Ohio State, I feel like the season is almost like some of those games where you finally start throwing into Nico Collins and you're kind of like, where was this the whole time? I feel like the season is going to end up looking like that. And hopefully um, it does end up looking this way. I'd rather have that than and just have Michigan kind of fall apart. Uh, never put anything together, but I, I have a feeling that we're going to be having the conversation of, man, where was this um, at Wisconsin? Where was this um, at Penn state? Where was this maybe even against Notre Dame? Uh, because it'd be great again if you can win all these rival games and, and you can win out on your schedule. Who knows what that where that will take you postseason and, and into next season? But it will feel very similar to that. Wow, way to use Nico Collins late in the game, too little, too late. Uh, but I guess that's better than than losing three more times. But I just feel like that's where we're where we're headed, and hopefully headed in that direction starting uh, this Saturday night. Hey, I hope we're looking at a two-loss Michigan team at the end of the season in a good bowl game, a competitive one that we can get excited for. But we're getting a little ahead of ourselves there. So, if again, reminder, this is episode number 100. So we're going to try to keep it light and bright. If you want a reminder of what you need to do to enter the contest for the $50 MDN gift card, I think go back to like the 11-minute mark-ish Go back to 11 or go back to 10 to be safe, maybe. You can hear how to get involved in that. Other than that, I mean, yeah, Michigan's got a really big rivalry game against Notre Dame coming up, and then two more rivalry games left against Michigan State and Ohio State. Can they win out? Um, this person, me, says no, but, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. So thanks for listening to us on episode number 100 of the Go Blue Crew. You can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Fenwick. You can follow Derek at Divine Identity. Go blue. Go blue.